As you know, I like to keep things real on this podcast, and this week is one I've been stressing about for a little while. Now, I dearly love my children, but as the six-week summer holidays is upon us, I know it's going to be absolute chaos for me as I balance being a full-time parent with running my business. If that's you right now, I've got you, and in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing some ideas of how you can survive the summer holidays as a parent and a wedding business owner. And just to let you know, I'm going to be honest, no perfect parent here. I'm Becca Poutney, wedding business marketing expert, speaker and blogger, and you're listening to the Wedding Pros Who Are Ready To Grow podcast. I'm here to share with you actionable tips, strategies and real life examples to help you take your wedding business to the next level. If you are an ambitious wedding business owner that wants to take your passion and use it to build a profitable, sustainable business doing what you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get going with today's episode. Before we get going with today's episode, I want to let you know about something brand new that I've created called the Wedding Pro Agency. I don't know about you, but life as a solo business owner can be so busy and you just don't have the time to do all of the things. Well, I'm a big fan of outsourcing the tasks that you don't necessarily need to do yourself. And that is why I created the Wedding Pro Agency. With the Wedding Pro Agency, you can hand off some of your tasks to my team and we will do it for you for a really affordable rate. From managing your social media posts through to your Pinterest management and even one-off tasks like creating you a mailing list or creating you a lead magnet or something like that that you can use for a wedding fair or exhibition. If there's something you need a little bit of extra help with in your wedding business, reach out to me and let me know. You can find us at weddingproagency.co.uk or just reach out directly to me at Becca Poutney on Instagram. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Let's be honest, whoever planned out the school terms clearly didn't own a wedding business. It is the busiest time of year for us and all of a sudden, so many of us are now having to juggle work and childcare. And if we're honest, it can be really hard. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be loads of those lovely Instagram posts about all the wonderful family time everyone's having just to make us feel really guilty. But if the reality is anything like it is in my house, yes, I'll be having fun with the kids, but I'll also be having some minor meltdowns in my brain about the massive to-do list that definitely isn't getting done. So if that's you right now and you're stressing about how on earth you're going to survive the summer, hopefully some of the tips and realities in today's episode will help you. So my first tip is to get organised. Now, I know this sounds obvious, but as a parent, we often have to be organised anyway. Now, as this episode is going out, just as the summer holidays are either started or about to start, you might be thinking, it's too late for me to get organised. Well, let me tell you, it's not. You can get organised right now. All you need is to sit down one evening and plan this out. Now, for a start, Why don't you schedule your social media posts ahead of time so that you're not spending every day in the summer holidays worrying about what to post? I mean, realistically, you might want to cut it down and do less posts than normal. But even if you post three or four times a week, schedule them ahead at the beginning of the week, spend an hour getting them scheduled, and then you don't have to worry about it for the rest of that week. If you're even more organised, then get it all scheduled for the whole six-week summer holiday right at the start. And then you can relax knowing that your social media is posting for you even when you're having to be at the park, at the swings, doing whatever it is that you've got going on. 
I noticed this week that Facebook Creator Studio has now been updated to Meta Business Suite. And this is really great. You can use it to schedule all of your Facebook and Instagram posts ahead of time. It's free to use. And the great thing is they've updated the software. So you can now go in and put the same post on Facebook and Instagram, but change it slightly before it goes live. So you can change the tags, you can take out the hashtags on the Facebook posts, and it makes everything really super simple. So if you need some help with scheduling, go and check out that. Either search for Meta Business Suite or Facebook Creator Studio within your Facebook and that tool should come up. It makes life so much easier when you plan ahead and schedule. Don't overdo it. Just get a little bit organized. My second piece of advice for this summer is to lose the parent guilt. We can spend so much time feeling guilty and let's be honest, it doesn't help anyone. Sometimes it's okay if we have to do a little bit of work during the summer holidays. It's not realistic to expect you to be able to take the whole six weeks off. So if you need it, find some occasional childcare. Now this could be from a family member, it could be from a friend who you can ask for your kids to go there on a play date depending on how old they are. It could be with a local holiday club. I mean for example with my children I've booked them into a holiday club uh, that I know they're going to love with their friends at the beginning of the summer and I've booked them into some dance workshops at the end of the summer just so I know I've got a few days breathing space to catch up on any much needed admin. Now, personally, I'm not one for putting my children in loads and loads of childcare, mainly because it's expensive and I want to spend that time with them. That's why I run my business the way I do. But also, I know they're going to love these things. So I've only booked them into things I know they're going to love. And I know it's going to make me more of a better person because my headspace is going to be clear because I know at least I've got a few days each end of the holiday to get my head straight and to get my admin done. If money is an issue for you when it comes to childcare, have a look at what's going on in your local area. Sometimes councils have summer groups and summer playthings which are free of charge to local families. And often churches in your community also might have some clubs or holiday camps going on which are often free of charge to utilise. So send them along with some of their friends and give yourself a day off. And most importantly, don't feel guilty for it. As long as they're having fun, you're going to be having a good time too. And like we said at the beginning, there's always the option of a day with the grandparents, perhaps a day and a play date with a friend. But don't feel guilty for it. Don't feel like you've got to be doing something amazingly fun every single day of the holidays. What I found myself is when I put that pressure on myself to do amazing things every single day, I'm so stressed about the fact that I'm not doing any work that I'm probably not being as good a parent as I could be. Whereas when I know I've got a few little bits of breathing space to get that work done, I can put my head fully into what I'm doing with the kids, relax and have fun fun. So get organized and don't feel that guilt. My third tip for you is suitable if your children are just that little bit older and don't need quite as much help as maybe they do when they're a little bit younger. Now, I am this mum and I'm going to be honest about that. But I'm always looking to utilize things I have available to me. So my children love soft play. I can't stand it. My children also love the trampoline parks as well. So occasionally, as a very special treat to them, I will book them in to go to a soft play centre, much to my disappointment, or to go to the trampoline park. Why? Because they love it. They can run around together. They can have fun. They have the time of their lives. I then use that opportunity to take my laptop. Yes, I'm that parent in the corner of a soft play with my laptop because I know that those kids are having a great time. They'll come back to me when they want lunch, when they want snacks, when they need help with 
something, but they're out there having fun. And at the same time, I'm able to catch up on some emails, some admin, some editing, whatever it is that I've got to do. So don't be afraid to utilize these facilities that you've got available to you. If your children love going to the soft play, I mean, what else are you going to do? Sit there on your phone scrolling? You might as well make the most of it and uh, go to these soft play centers and don't feel bad about it. Be there, have your laptop open, catch up on some work while the kids are having fun. This fourth piece of advice is something that has taken me a little while to understand about myself and to get to grips with. And I think it's something that people aren't really talking about enough. So who better than for me to talk to you about it today? Because I guarantee some of you are feeling like this too. And having spoken to other parents and other business owners about this issue, I definitely find people resonate with it, even if they're not talking about it out loud. And that is to not resent the time you've got with your children. Now, On the surface, we can all say, absolutely, I'm not going to resent spending time with my children. I love my children. I love the holidays. I love spending time with them. Of course you do. So do I. I love having my kids at home. I like nothing better than having an awesome day out at Legoland or just having so much fun in the garden, in the paddling pool. However, I know my tendencies is when I feel stressed, I can start to feel that resentment, not towards my children, but towards the fact that it feels like they're taking away my time that I could be putting into my business. And that's a horrible feeling to have because then you stop enjoying the time as much because you're constantly thinking, but if they were at school, I could be doing this. Or if they just weren't here, I'd be so productive. And all those people that don't have kids are doing way more than me. They're on Instagram all the time. They're getting all their work done. And here I am stuck at home with a couple of kids. And that's a horrible mindset to get into into because then you start feeling guilty about feeling it and that's why people don't talk about it. And I think it's a very real feeling. I think there's times when often we can feel like that, especially when we look at what other people are doing on social media or even when we're looking at other people who don't work or don't have a business and they're having all this fun time with their kids and they don't have all those other things to worry about. And then we can start resenting our business. So how do we get over this feeling? Well, what I found has helped me is to totally separate in my brain work time from children time. And that's easier said than done. But I use some of these tactics I've talked about so that I know I'm going to have specific work time. So I'll put in my diary, I'm going to have two hours on Monday evening. I'm going to do one soft play day where I'm going to have a couple of hours in the soft play. I'm going to put them into one dance camp so that I can have a whole day's work. And because I know I'm going to have that time, I then stop resenting the other time because I can absolutely relax and enjoy it knowing I don't need to worry about this stuff because I know I can deal with it on Monday evening. I know I can deal with it on soft play day or whatever it is. So if you are starting to feel that feeling, it's probably because you're not carving out any time at all to work on your business and you need to separate it. If you're trying to keep everything going whilst entertaining children and you're on your phone replying to emails, it can all get too much. And when you can try and separate that time out and plan ahead and know which time is fun time with kids and which time is right now I'm going to do a bit of work, it makes life so much easier. Even to the point where sometimes I'll say, right, on this day, I'm going to wake up at 6am and I'm going to smash through an hour's work in the morning so that I can relax for the rest of the day and not worry that I haven't got things done. Or on a Wednesday afternoon, I know I'm going to stick on a film that they can watch on Disney Plus. I'm going to sit in the lounge and during that hour and a half while they're watching a Disney film, I'm in the room with them. I can get on and reply to some of those emails. It's all about making choices and just living with those feelings and realizing, right, why am I feeling this way? 
and how can I do something about it? And since I've made some of those changes and shifted that mindset, I found that it's so much better because then I much more enjoy those special times I've got with the kids when it's all about them. We can play a game. I try and turn my phone off or put it in another room so I don't get distracted. And then I also know, well, it's okay because I've got this time to work in a short while. Okay, my next piece of advice, some of you might already do this anyway in the week, but I think it's even more important when you're trying to juggle a busy time. This might be because you're juggling summer holidays or just because you've got so much work. And that is the Sunday evening plan. Sunday evening's a great time to do it. It's normally a downtime for most people and it means you can look at the week ahead and see what you're doing. This is a great opportunity to talk to your partner if you've got one about how you're going to split your week and what people are going out when and how things are happening. But it's also a great opportunity for you to have a look at your plan for the week and what time you need. Now, as part of this exercise, what I want you to do is to write down some of those things in your head and write two lists. Essentials, nice to do. Essentials, nice to do. Now, essentials are things that have to happen that week, like totally non-negotiable. They have to happen in the next seven days. Nice to do's are things that have been on your list and you want to get them done that week. But if it goes into the week after, it's not the end of the world. So first of all, get your list on paper. Essentials and nice to do's. Now, depending on how many essentials you have is going to depend on how much time you need. So now go back through that list of essentials and look at it and think, right, how much time is this realistically going to take me? How many hours does this work equate to? Because now I've got to find those hours somewhere else in the week. So if your essential things say they're going to take five hours. Well, now you need to try and carve out five hours in an probably already busy week. Now that might be either end of the day, like I talked about. So it might mean that you've got to get up earlier and do a couple of hours or do one hour extra each morning before the kids are up and about and going out. It might be that you've got to stay up later in an evening or have an evening in to get your work done. Or it might mean that you need a few more of those soft play days or a phone call to the grandparents to see if they can go and have a fun day with them. If it's a nice to do, but not an essential, well, then maybe it can wait. Maybe you don't need to put it into this week, but you've got it noted down on paper and maybe it can move to next week where it might become an essential. The main thing is, though, to get into that thinking ahead instead of getting halfway through the week and then panicking. Ah, I've got so much that's essential to get done and I don't have the time to do it plan for it and then it won't come as a surprise. So if you know you need five hours, look at your week ahead and work out when those five hours can be fit in and how you're going to do it around all of the rest of the summer holiday madness. My next tip for you is to get your kids involved in your business. Now, depending on the age of your children is going to depend how easy or how much they're going to be able to get involved. But I promise you for most children there's a way that they can get involved and help you. Now this is a great way to mix work and children because one thing I love about owning my own business especially as a mother is showing my children what's possible and showing them you know how life works and what's possible for them and that anything's possible if they want to own their own business in the future, create a job that they love, all of those kind of things and by getting them involved in my business and helping them understand instead of them thinking mommy's always working they suddenly start seeing as work as being really fun. So some examples could include, say you've got to pack your car for a wedding day. Well, children as young as three or four can help carry light things out to the car and often they love doing it. If you've got older children, perhaps teenagers, they're amazing at Facebook and Instagram. So why not get them involved? Maybe they pay them a little bit of pocket money or say that you'll take them on a day out in return for them helping you out with your Instagram posts or giving you some tips on TikTok or whatever it is. Get them involved. Often they've got skills that we can definitely use and utilize. So obviously I'm not saying take advantage of your children, but if you 
if you make it fun and you get them involved in your business, they love it. My kids love it. There was a couple of times when um, I had my little girl and she was off sick, I think, or it was maybe it was during the lockdown. And she'd come on my Accountability Monday videos occasionally with my members. And she thought it was the best thing in the world. She loved understanding mommy's work. She loved being part of it. And everyone thought it was cute as well. I think it's really important to help children understand what business is all about and what their parents do for a living. And this is a great way to do it. So suddenly you've got a couple of extra pairs of hands around the place. Why not get them involved and see if there's something fun you can be doing together? Okay, my next tip is be realistic. I'm going to say that again. Be realistic. I know deep down I will not achieve as much in the next six weeks over the summer holidays as I would in six weeks in term time. I know that my kids are going to be around. I know I'm not going to be as productive. I know I'm going to have a million one other things to do. And that's okay. I understand that. I knew that's what was going to happen. And therefore, I'm being realistic. Be realistic about how much you can actually achieve. Don't feel the pressure. If you need to post a little bit less on social media because you're busy doing other things, that's fine. If you can't go and attend all the trainings you otherwise would, that's okay. As long as you're getting those essential things done, like going to a wedding that you're booked for or making a cake that you need to be making, it's okay if there's other things that you just drop the ball on a little bit. It's only for a few weeks. It won't make a massive difference to your business. You've got to be realistic. Okay, the next piece of advice is to be honest about your situation with your clients and your audience. If you're someone that talks about being a small business owner, a local business, supporting a local business, that kind of thing, then your audience will resonate with the fact that life's a little bit busy right now because lots of other people will be experiencing the same things. So be honest with your audience. Tell them, I'm about to go into the summer holidays. It's going to be chaos, but I will get back to you as quickly as I can. Or put something on an out of office saying, um, due to being in the busy season, you don't even have to say it's because you're at home with kids. Due to it being the busy season, I may be slower to respond to messages than usual, but I aim to be back with you within a few days. Be honest with your audience. Don't try and keep up the facade that everything's fine and you can manage with everything because that's just going to lead to burnout. Perhaps post on your Instagram stories and explain that it's summer holidays and you're keeping things going, but things are a little bit busier than normal. Just be honest with your audience. If anything, it will help them to like you more because they get to know you behind the scenes of the business and what you're all about. And if they don't like it, well, maybe they're not your ideal client after all. Now, depending on how you use your Instagram and Facebook will depend at what level of professionalism you need to keep this to. If you never talk about children uh, on your account or you never talk about being a small business owner, then obviously you don't want to suddenly change your messaging, but you can still put out something about how we're in the busy summer season. Everyone knows wedding businesses are busiest in July and August. And so use that to your advantage to tell people maybe time to get back to them might be a little bit slower than normal. If you then still manage to supersede that and reply to them quicker, they'll be really impressed. So be really honest with your audience. Explain that it's a busy time of year. Explain that you might be slower to get back to them. Put it on your Instagram, pin it to your Facebook, send it on an out of office, go live on an Instagram story and talk about it. Just be honest, but stay authentic to your brand. Okay, that brings me to my final piece of advice. My final piece of advice is to get a piece of paper or save something in your phone and call it to do in September. This is something 
I have to do every single year because all the way through the summer, especially when I'm unwinding and doing other things, inspiration hits. I'm reminded about something. I think about a blog post to write or I think about a podcast to record or I think of a new idea or I want to put my prices up. Everything comes to me when I'm relaxed, okay? And the same might be true for you. So I start a piece of paper or a note in my phone called To Do in September. And I just start jotting down those ideas so that I don't lose them so that when the kids go back to school in September and I know I'm going to have a little bit more breathing space and a little bit more time again, guess what? I can go to my list. Everything's there. Everything's captured and I can get on and do it. Now, this means I don't have to action it there and then in the middle of the summer when things are busy, but it also means I won't forget about it because I've captured it somewhere important. Then I can grab a cup of tea, enjoy the quietness of my children being back at school in September and go through that list. Now, some things on that list, when I look at them again in September, won't be so relevant anymore and I might even scratch them off. But there'll be other things that I'll be glad I've written on there and I can now implement and action. Let's recap then all of the tips that I've shared in today's episode. Number one, get organized. Schedule some of your social media posts ahead and plan ahead so that you're not doing everything in the moment. Secondly, plan in some childcare if you need it and stop with the guilt. Thirdly, use the soft play. That's one of my favorite tips. Use the soft play. The kids love it and take your laptop along with you and just get some work done. Fourth, don't resent that time that you spend with them. Enjoy that time and switch off. Try and keep work and kids separate and you'll enjoy the summer much more. Next, write out that list of essentials on a Sunday evening. Sit down, plan out your week, work out what's essential, how many hours it's going to take and then plan how that's going to happen in the week rather than getting halfway through the week and panicking. My next tip was to get your kids involved in your business. Enjoy them. Uh, They love it. They love getting involved, helping you load the car, helping you paint something, helping you with your social media, depending on their age. Next, remember to be realistic. You can't do as much as you might do normally, and that's okay. Be easy on yourself, take the pressure off, and be realistic with your own expectations of yourself. After all, it's your own business. You can do whatever you like. The only person that's putting pressure on yourself is you. Then we talked about being honest with the audience, telling them that you're busy right now and it might take you longer to reply. And finally, don't forget to start that to do in September list. I hope today's episode has been helpful. It's a very real look at what's going on right now in that moment. And hopefully it's resonated with some of you as you go into this summer holidays and think, help, how am I going to do it? Know that you're not alone. Lots of us are facing it. Lots of us are having this juggle as well. So let me know what your summer holiday tips are. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to have your best tips. And you've got this. You're an amazing parent. You're an amazing business owner. So don't panic. I'll see you all next week. <laughs>